It's coffee time. Harry Coffee, how are you? Yes, good, guys. How are we? Good, thank you. I was just looking at your career this morning. You must reflect on it so far. You know, something you're very proud of. Uh, yeah, no, I um, get pretty happy with how things have gone. I suppose 12 years now and, um, yeah, had a pretty successful apprenticeship and then a bit of a middle stage that was a little bit plain and sort of starting to get going again now. The last three seasons have been really strong. So, um, ride a lot of winners and ride for some good stables. So that definitely helps and making the most of opportunities. You did your apprenticeship with your dad, did you, Austin? Yeah, I was apprenticed to, um, yeah, Dad, but um, he allowed me to sort of um, fr- freelance a fair bit and I, I did a lot of uh, outside work for other trainers while being based up in Swan Hill and um, I ended up riding, you know, majority for um, the, the Darren Weir stable and was lucky enough to have a lot of success and, um, yeah, outrode my claim um, down in Melbourne, so... Yeah, um, had a great apprenticeship, rode a lot of nice horses and, um, yeah, was sort of in the right spots at the right time. And Patrick Payne uses your services a lot too. Uh, yeah, he was while Billy Egan was out, but um, since Billy's been back, um, uh, Billy's the main man there. But, yeah, I've had a, I had a bit of luck with Patrick um, over the years. But, um, yeah, while Billy was out, I had a really good run and was riding Duncal, who's obviously a ripping horse, but... Um, yeah, I um, would love to ride a few more of Paddy's horses, but, yeah, Billy's the main man there, and uh, he, he's going terrific down in Melbourne at the moment, Billy Egan. Of course, the Swan Hill boy. I don't know if you realise that you've ridden 100 winners recently at that track, Swan Hill. Is that right? Yep, 100. Yeah, I, think, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Where, where's... Yeah, well, that's, just, that's not a bad effort. Um, Stephen, Stephen likes to sort of surprise there. Where do you get all these stats from? <laughs> Little secret. <laughs> Widgie Turf's another horse you had good success on. Yeah, no, I haven't ridden Widgie Turf. Oh, you haven't? No. Okay. No. You might be all reading right. Billy Egan's stats. Am I reading <laughs> Billy Egan's stats, not yours? <laughs> I actually, what, what, what website are you using, actually? <laughs> you did ride Suppressor, though, didn't you? I did win on Suppressor, yeah. I won't be sharing that one with Billy. Um, yeah. Yeah, she, she was a really good horse to me, and yeah, obviously won um, the South Australian Oaks on her. All right, nonconformist? Yep, nonconformist. Um, won the blamey on him in the autumn last year, and then we were going down the path of a Caulfield Cup campaign um, in the spring, but unfortunately he was scratched the day before, but um, he's another old warrior that I've ridden and had some luck on, so um, yeah, grateful to, to, to ride a horse like him and also for a trainer like Graham Begg, who's um, yeah, obviously very good at the caper. Harry, I want to check these stats. Now, you got me nervous. Um, was your first winner at a place called Ale- Alexandra? No, no. Right. <laughs> My All first right. winner was at um, Witchy Proof. Right. Witchy what Proof. year was that? Uh, 2011. All right. Well... Yeah. I'm just going to show Michael so he knows. So it's got your name there and it's got all these stats. Obviously, they've got them yeah, I think, mixed up. I think somewhere. using the website, for some reason, there's a website that has um, me and Billy Egan sharing stats. I don't know why that is, but anyway, it's uh, a bit weird, that. Well, <laughs> all right. I've got to defend him here, Harry. There's a picture of you there as well. So not only your name, but there's a photo of you and all the stats. Yeah, I can assure you I've never ridden Widgie Turf, unfortunately. (laughs) Harry, cystic fibrosis, of course, you were diagnosed at a very young age. But tell me about this this drug. You take four tablets a day. When did you find out about it and how how has it changed your life? Um, Yeah, so obviously uh, having CF, it's um, a condition that I've had since birth. 
and sort of didn't really know anything different. Um, and then a few years ago, a drug come along called Tricasta, which is a gene-modifying drug, and CF is a gene-based um, illness. Um, and, yeah, my body now works a lot more efficiently and my um, just just daily routine's a lot easier. So I used to probably have between 20 to 30 tablets a day. Really? Um, where now I take, yeah, probably 10 to 15. So it's cut my medication in half. Um, and, yeah, this 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 mighty drug, Trikafta, it's two tablets in the morning and one at night. And, yeah, my quality of life since, since uh, being on this has been amazing. And it's probably been about three years now, and that's probably the same sort of amount of time that I've been um, starting to go really well in the saddle and, and ride a stack of winners. So um, it's, it's been an amazing time. And it also came along at the same time with just um, myself, and my wife, Taylor, has just uh, got an eight-month-old baby, so Thomas. So it's been a big few years um, being able to have a baby and also um, go on this amazing drug. Yeah, so prior to the drug coming along, you mentioned daily routine. What was it? Uh, daily routine, yeah, so about 20 to 30 um, drugs a day, vitamins, antibiotics, and also um, enzymes, which are a, a, a drug that's to break down food because my digestive system doesn't work properly. So all those drugs um, I've been able to cut in half on my intake and I don't really take antibiotics um, as often as I used to. I used to be on antibiotics um, every day where now I, I sort of just go on and off it when need be. Um, and I also used to do uh, half an hour to 45 minutes a day on a nebulizer, um, intaking um, a saline-based um, product that would help break down the mucus in my lungs and then I would have to bring the mucus up in a physiotherapy uh, type setup. Um, where now, because my lungs work better and all the um, little, little parts of the lungs are a lot clearer, it's easier to get up and I, and I don't have to do as much work with my physio. So, yeah, it was probably uh, a 45-minute sort of setup each morning before my day had to sort of get started and, and try and go try and live normally where now, um, you know, the, the quality of life, I'm not needing to do that. Um, and I rarely have to do it. And just being able to breathe easy, um, getting oxygen in when riding and um, not coughing in the night and interrupting my sleep, it's all just become a lot easier. And, of course, on the back of those drugs you were taking, you know, a lot of side effects. Uh, yeah, there's side effects with all drugs. I've, I've had an extremely lucky um, um, childhood with CF, like, Obviously, it's a, a terrible illness, but there's people out there that have sort of had a lot um, less good luck than me, and I was really well managed. But obviously, spent a lot of time at the Royal Children's Hospital, and would be in hospital for ten days to two weeks, three or four times a year. And that wasn't because I needed to, but we wanted to maintain me at a at a scenario that was um, well enough. Especially when I started riding, we made a real point to keep me at my best all the time, rather than going to hospital when I needed to. So. Um, and I also got an incredible mother. She um, looked after me. She, she didn't go to university to be a doctor or nurse, but by the time I left home, she was uh, pretty well qualified. So, yeah, I had an extremely lucky childhood. And um, for someone that's got a yeah a chronic illness, I had a, a pretty pretty smooth sort of sailing sort of setup, and had, had great doctors. And that's probably why Trikafta now has worked so well. It was that because we were able to keep me at such a high standard, and then this life-changing drug came along and it really kicked me in the gear. Is it expensive? Uh, not, 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 not now that it's on the um, PBS, but, yeah, it, it is worth quite a lot. But um, I think the drug was around for many years, but we had to wait for it to get the government approval, and then um, it obviously went on to the Medicare system. So 
Um, it, it's become a lot more affordable since doing that. So um, they're pretty. We live in an amazing country that, that um, looks after um, people that you know can be vulnerable, and um, I'm very grateful for that. I couldn't ask to um, live in a better better place because yeah, if I was somewhere else, maybe I wouldn't be uh, being able to use this drug. Well. Tony and Kelvin, of course, we think of sunlight some seasons ago. This filly, in my eyes, has got a terrific chance, Arabian Summer. Of course, she was very good at Ballarat, defeating Parkour and, and of course, Vianara, who went to Sydney and went other to race there. And, gee, I thought she was good last week because that was the first time under race conditions around a bench she sat off a couple, Arabian Summer. Tell me, tell me what you think of her. Yeah, that's, that's a great call. Last week was terrific. Um, she didn't jump as cleanly as she usually can, and that just meant there was a couple of horses faster than, than us early and got in front of us, and that was probably a blessing in disguise. We took a sit, got her to relax and sit behind one, and it was first time sort of at 1,100, but I thought the way she raced 1,200 um, would definitely suit. We went around the corner the wrong way under race pressure for the first time, and it all went very smoothly. So you can only imagine she'll be better for that experience. She won well, and... Still, obviously, need to improve, but I reckon she will. She's been um, she's been good through the week. I've been riding her in track work, and yeah, I'm you know obviously it's a tough race with some really handy colts in it that are going to be hard to beat. But if we get a nice run, we might be able to give them a shake. Harry, you've been on her four starts, so all four starts. How did the association with this filly start? Um, I've just been riding for Tony and Kelvin a lot over the past six months, and doing a lot of work in their trials and. Um, been fortunate enough to get on um, some of their nicer young horses through the educational process and then following them into their first start. And They've got a, a great team of two-year-olds this season and, um, yeah, I've been lucky enough to partner a few of them. And, yeah, she was one of them and I was lucky that um, they split her up and ran her in. I think it was the debutant at Caulfield rather than the Maribyrnong trial down the straight. Um, I wrote another nice filly for them called Ultimatum um, down the straight and she ran super and then we ran Arabian Summer in the debut on the next week and I was able to partner her in that and she ran super there behind a really smart horse Matt Laurie's and yeah she's just kept improving and training on and didn't need the paddock she's extremely tough and professional and it's just been a prep that's um, you know she's been able to keep giving and, and lifting the bar and she's loving it so her win at Ballarat was dominant and I thought oh maybe that's just because she's at home and um, the track was a little bit on pacey, but to see her come up here and um, do what she did the other day, settle in well, I think it holds us in great stead leading in the mark. Yeah, the only run we, sh- we didn't see the best of her was Flemington, but Kelvin, did- they didn't really want to run her at Flemington, did they? Well, she trialled well at Flemington um, before her first start, but she hang- hung in quite badly, and we thought, oh, maybe after this experience she'll improve from it, but then when we went back there and raced again, she hung in badly again. Um, really looking for a rail when she wanted to quicken off a travelling speed. Um, but, look, she still ran pretty well after doing things wrong, and the two horses that beat her are very smart. Um, so, you know, she did things wrong on that day and, um, yeah, still still ran OK. So it was a little bit um, disappointing that she did things wrong, but, yeah, we were still pretty proud of how she handled herself. Yeah, and spy-wise, she went a bit quicker sectionally and overall last week as well. There wasn't much in it, but still... Um, you know, she did go a bit quicker. And the fillies, you wouldn't have heard me, uh, and Michael, Harry, uh, we're talking about the fillies in, in the past couple of years have really been dominant uh, in this race with that weight pull. Yeah, and, and the thing with um, Saturday too was our filly had um, 58 and the rest of the field had um, lesser weight than us. 
Good and I point. think she might have had she might have had more weight than um, Spywire in his division. So um, she's going to drop heavily into, into tomorrow's um, weight. I think she's got 55 tomorrow, so she's going to drop three kilos. And um, as I said, if we can get a nice run and, and have that little bit of turn of foot up our sleeve when it counts, we might be able to give them a day. You picked up a, a nice ride in the sub-zero over 2,200. Um, you don't want to look at the barrier uh, for him, Harry. <laughs> 80 grand for Tony Gollan. Yeah, that's right. Um, you might need Google Maps to sort it out from out there. But, um, I, um, he got back a little bit the other day and ran well. But, um, yeah, I, I'm a little, I haven't sort of worked out the race yet, but I, I have had a, a, just a glance. And it looks like a few of the chances have drawn near me, so... Maybe we'll be able to follow them and get into yeah. a nice spot, but I, I haven't spoken to Tony yet. But, yeah, if we had to do a nice gate, you'd be thinking um, he'd be a good chance. But, yeah. anyway, something might happen and it works out for us. Yeah, 54 kilos. What, what's sort of your weight range? Yeah, I ride, um, I ride uh, 54. I rode, um, I think I rode 52 about 12 months ago in a new market. So, um, I get down um, under 54 if need be for a big race, but yeah, I ride 54 um, regularly in Victoria, so that, that's pretty comfortable for me. All right, the journalists are hoping you win it because there's so it's many headlines story, waiting, yeah. hot coffee and yep. sweet coffee and all this sort of stuff <laughs> and whatever else. They'll have a field day with it if you win the Magic Minion. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've, uh, yeah we've had plenty of uh, yeah good coffee headlines down in Victoria. What's so been the best fresh, one? Fresh, but yeah, they, they get Don't tell me you drink a, a cup of, of tea. Don't no, tell me you're heavy. a tea drinker. I'm a heavy coffee man, but my wife doesn't like coffee, so there might be something in that. And this could be an omen because our technician here, Brent, he just came with four coffees right now. So yep. maybe there's something Beautiful. in this. <laughs> and you've Beautiful. got me nervous with all these stats. I might have to bypass that site now. Yeah, no, I, I, we did an interview once before and you were reading some stats and I was thinking, geez, I didn't know what Oh, you're that. throwing me in the deep end. <laughs> you're throwing me in it twice. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't know what's happened there, but I don't mind the credit. I should just go along with it. <laughs> All right. Well, it says here 836 winners. That's from another website. Yeah, that's right. That's about oh, right. Hallelujah. Yeah. Thanks, Harry.